Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Celebrating 40 years, of course, the Sydney Swans in the Harbour City, that uh, group who uh, made their way up all the way back in 1982. Players back then were uh, Sando flying in, flying out. Some had uh, parked themselves in uh, Sydney. Uh, some tough days to start. A real purple patch under the reign of Tommy Hafey through the mid-80s. A real lean period uh, for a few years, but certainly uh, through the Rodney Ede, Paul Ruse, and now John Longmire era, Sydney have become... A formidable footy club with a real hard-nosed uh, supporter base now, uh, really rusted-on uh, supporter base. So we'll, we'll talk more about that uh, across uh, the build-up, but we're going to uh, go into the current, and that is uh, the Swans today up against uh, the Pies. A huge match uh, for possibly second or third spot on the AFL table. Ben Matthews is their assistant coach. Ben, I really appreciate your time on AFL Nation. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, great to be here. What a, what a game. Uh, these are the games you, you love to be in, whether you're a player, whether you're a coach, uh, probably almost a full house at the SCG uh, today, and and your team certainly looks uh, primed and, and ready for the occasion. Take us in inside the build-up this week. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a really um, a, a good build-up. I mean, we've had the seven-day build-up um, coming up against the Pies who are in red-hot form, and, um, you know, it's, it's sold out from early in the week, actually, so... We know the Pies fans love to travel and, and, and get around their team and their, their fanaticals. So it's been really good. It, it'll be good exposure for our, our fellas. I mean, one thing, um, you know, we envy, I suppose, is, is the Melbourne clubs, uh, the Collingwoods, the Essendons, the Carlton's, if they play in Richmond's as well, they play in, big, in front of big crowds in big games uh, quite a few times through the year. So that exposure for our boys is, I reckon, really, really good. Um, we want to welcome that and we want to play in these big games. So... Um, pies are flying. They've won 11 on the trot and playing a really good brand of footy. So uh, we're going to have to, you know, make sure our game's in good order. Ben, good luck today. It should be an absolute cracker. I mean, you say Collingwood's playing well, but the Swans, the Swans have had a really good season. And as BP just said, they you're just always around the mark, and that's one of the strengths of this Swans team is they're always competing, they're always contending. Um, what's been, I guess, the trademark for the Swans this year? What's What's your strength? How do you how do you go about beating Collingwood today on the on the back of your strengths? Yeah, thanks, Sando. Look, we are in um, reasonable form. There's no doubt about that. I mean, probably what we pride ourselves on is, is contest and, and defence. It probably hasn't wavered too much since I first walked in the door um, in 1996. To be honest, yep. we, we've always wanted to pride ourselves on our contest and defence. Um, we've certainly added some offence to our game. There's no doubt about that. We, 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 we're scoring at a, a decent clip, but um, certainly our focus is, is contest defence and, and making sure um, that our game stands up in, in those big moments in big games. That's what we want to... We want to practice that throughout the home and away season from training session to, to week-to-week games to, to make sure if we're good enough and, and if we're in a position to play finals football, our, our brand stands up. So... That'll be the focus today. Um, we know we've got to defend well. Obviously, Collingwood are moving the ball uh, really well from their back half, really well. So um, that defensive shape uh, and being able to lock it in our forward half is, is really, really important because 
obviously Collingwood have uh, you know good runners and, and, and really good ball use through the middle of the ground, so we need to be able to stop that. I'm glad you mentioned your offense. I know you wanted to focus on contest and defense, and that's that's the that's the <laughs> right answer from a coach. But your offense is ranked two in the competition. You're only high behind the Brisbane Lions for your ability to uh, to, to to score this year. But um, you're a great tackling side. You're also ranked two in the competition for tackles, and you're the number one side in the competition for preventing the opposition disposals. And I think that's the key today against Collingwood. Your ability to prevent them marking the footy and Obviously, you want to control the tempo. They want to control the tempo. Is that is that how you feel like you can get them today? Yeah, look, no doubt we, that pressure um, that we've been able to bring over the, the last sort of five or six weeks has been really important. Um, yeah, and, 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 and that flows on to, you know, preventing disposal or efficient disposal from the oppo. So um, that's something we pride ourselves on. And obviously, it can fluctuate throughout games, but there's no doubt... When our scoring goes up in, in periods of the game, our pressure is generally matching that at a, at a high rate. So um, that'll be important today. It, yeah, it clearly um, being able to score is important. There's no doubt about that. But it's something it's something that's built off that pressure, off that front half turnover game, off uh, restricting the opposition's ability to, to transition the ball. So um, I think if you ask all you know top eight coaches come finals time what they want to do, it's probably the same answer from 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 all the coaches, but uh, it's another thing executing it, and, and, and that's really important to us and something we'll have to do again. Well, one thing I've looked at, Benny, this week, and I'm sure the coaches at Sydney would have done this too, I think it's a big day for Franklin, Heaney, Sam Reid, McDonald, only because, you, I mean, you've, you've, you've got to go back three months to look at uh, the last time that Collingwood, Collingwood were defeated, but in their, in their losses earlier in the season, it was the tools for the opposition that got them. So the Cats got them in mm. round three, Cameron kicked six, Hawkins kicked three. Uh, then the Lions got him. Danaher kicked four. Um, who else? Richmond. Tom Lynch kicked six goals. Uh, Richmond win by 27 points. Um, and Norton uh, kicked three goals, which was Collingwood's last loss against the Western Bulldogs by 48 points in round nine. That's their last loss. So there's a bit of a trend there yeah. that the tools, the tools can get Collingwood if you can get them isolated in time and space. Is that is that a fair fair comment? That, 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 absolutely, absolutely, and, and it is a big day for our, our keys. Um, and I throw Heaney in that, even though he's not a yep. key position size, he, he marked the ball like a, a key position player with the right matchup. So I think, and I think that's twofold. You know, your keys having a good day kicking goals is really important. As is bringing the ball to ground yep. on, on, you know, the Moors and the Howes and these guys. I yep. mean, you know them well. Um, your ability to restrict their intercept marks is, 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 is incredibly important. Um, and and and, and the flow on of that is, you know, hopefully they can mark it and, and, and score. So um, restricting their, you know, intercept mark. I mean, Darcy Moore is just an incredibly athletic fellow. And that's easier said than done, restricting his intercept. But um, it will be pivotal and hopefully our tools can, um, you know, get on the end of a couple of goals and, and, and mark the footy. If not, we value um, just as highly getting it to ground. I mean, Tommy Papley's in really good form um, at ground level. Heaney, we've mentioned, and um, you know Ryan Clark's come in and played a role for us as well, really importantly. So, um, you know, getting the ball to ground and, and giving those guys opportunity will be um, also important. Ben, one man that's not out there today is is Josh Kennedy, and the news uh, during the week of his uh, retirement uh, come end of season. What that looks like, hard to know at the moment. Obviously injured in the VFL last week. It looks like it'll be a race for him to try and. Uh, uh, get back. I mean, this lineup today looks so settled from a, a Sydney point of view. But can you just give us some insight into to Josh Kennedy, or well, something we we maybe don't know? Like we don't who know a lot about him across his great career and the leadership he's brought. He's 
uh, toughness. I mean, he really has just um, epitomised what the Sydney brand is all about, but uh, just what he's meant and what he may just mean in your quest to win a premiership, even if he doesn't play a part in it on field. Yeah, good question. I mean, obviously, you know, his toughness and his record in finals, which would have... We were building him back up after his initial hamstring uh, that he hurt sort of mid-year against Carlton. We were building him back up to a point that he, you know, he played two or three and was just about available. I think he was sub two weeks ago. And we were really just trying to manage his minutes to get him ready, hopefully, um, for bigger games to come, whether that be sub or back in the team. It, it, it sort of depended on um, how our squad looked. But just his humbleness as a person, I mean... He, he, he puts his hand up, he'll just play sub and sit on the bench. And, I mean, Horse has been down on the bench um, coaching from there. But yep. he, he just loves having Joey down there next to him, even as a sub. Um, talking to the guys coming on and off the ground, his experience is, is incredible. But he just puts his hand up for any role at any time. Yep, whatever you need me for is, is his sort of answer to anything. Um, he wanted to play sub last week, unfortunately, when he hurt himself. But we needed, to, we were trying to manage his minutes and not have him sub every week, so he, he kept missing games. So it was a really unfortunate incident to, for it to happen in in that manner. But um, he'll 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 be around training. He's already attacking his rehab, just to be back to actually train with the group. Hopefully, um, come September action, and and that'll give the boys a lift. He'll be down on the bench today. Um, you know, offering advice. You'll be on the on the um, headset. You know, to the coach's box. You know, I'm sure with uh, Big Dean Cox talking stoppages and being able to relay messages, he, he, he's another coach essentially for us. So um, he, he's been incredibly important, and, and that humble manner and the way he communicates with his teammates is is just so good, and, and it's irreplaceable to be honest. So um, we're going to use him for every everything we can. You know, for however long we've got him. And, um, we know he'll give his absolute best. Ben, can I just squeeze in one last one? Just going back to your playing days for a moment as we you know, reflect on 40 years, when I have been sort of going through the archives the last 24 hours, it just makes me think back as a, a neutral, all the, um, you know, the, the players that have passed through the Swans, uh, just how they've built themselves as a club in Sydney. I mean, you came in under uh, Rocket Ede and he's uh, in his second year. So you, you played through, I suppose, a, a good chapter of the footy club. But can you just... Give us the, the the inside feeling of being a Swans player and and you know being uh, even when you came in in a lot of ways still sort of you know really establishing footy up in Sydney. Yeah, look, we're imp- incredibly proud of our uh, of our heritage and our history from the South Melbourne days at, at Lakeside Oval. Um, you know, I come in at the end of '95, '96 was my first season. I was 17 years old, and um, we'd just finished a period where where Ron Barassi had. Basically, you know, he recruited Paul Ruse and Tony Lockett and probably established a little bit of credibility after a lean patch in the early 90s. Um, he got those guys on board. We, we uh, recruited Stewie Maxfield and Kevin Dyson and these types and some, um, I suppose, established AFL players from Victorian clubs. Um, we were lucky enough to make a grand final in 96, albeit we didn't win it. But over that period of time, we just started establishing a foothold um, throughout Sydney, some relevance, I suppose, in Sydney. It started, um, you know, like I said, with Ron Barassi and Ruzi and, and Plugger and then Paul Kelly sort of really yeah. took the, the, the mantle, won a Brownlow. So that was the first Brownlow was a, a, as a, you know, a bona fide Sydney um, player and Sydney team. And from there, we've, we've worked incredibly hard to 
stay relevant, you know, to be a really consistent, pretty much finals, you know, performer since those mid-90s. We haven't missed the finals a whole heap of times and it bloody hurts when uh, when we don't make the finals. We, we take great pride, probably similar to Geelong, we take great pride in being up there and giving our supporters, both Melbourne supporters yep. and Sydney supporters, something to, something to cheer about and something to hang on to and be proud of. And... Uh, that's that's that was handed over to Ruzi once he became coach and, mm. and horses has um, taken the baton and, and we really you know we, we, we take great value in you know providing our, our supporters in a, in a team that they're proud of and a team that they can barrack and, and know that they're going to give it give it give it their all every week we may not win every week but we'll certainly be around the mark so um, through that you know early 2000s we were able to have some some great success and then the next generation of, you know, McVeigh's and Kieran Jacks and, and Heath Grundy's and those guys took the took the baton and were able to have their own success after, um, you know, that early 2000 success. So we're still building, you know, we're still building. We're still trying to give our fans and supporters the best experience they can and someone, to, a, a team to, that they can be really proud of. And um, it's been a wonderful journey over 40 years, you know, from the, from the move from South Melbourne, you know, Barry Round and Ricky Quaid and those guys, um, you know, bringing the team up here and those guys are still around at function. So it's, it's great to see that how proud past players and, and administrators are of the club now. Incredible value for money, uh, the Sydney Swans. And all the trips I've done to the SCG, you can just see the shift in the supporter base too who have uh, really become rusted on hardcore uh, fans and they've been given a great ride. Hey, Ben, really appreciate your insights. Uh, best of luck. It should be a cracker this afternoon. Thank you, guys. Thanks, so. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.